last week on Thomas and the Bible. What's worse than the Pasal? Some schmuck who pretends to be the Pasal, telling us not to lie. Fake Pasal casts a couple of priests into hell, sets out the rules on being a bishop, and also doles out nuggets of wisdom regarding all men being nice, all women being nice and quiet, and everyone respecting widows. But make them pass the real widow test first. He then reminds us all to set our slaves free. No, wait, no, no, that would be to not set our slaves free. Not set, yes. Have you voted for the next book on Thomas to Read yet? No? Well, it's down to three finalists. Go get your say in at thomasandthebible.com slash poll. Ladies and gentlemen, the best in the business, Kevin. That intros, he's the best in the business. I have never, I, he's, that's so good. Everyone's so good. I love it. Thanks, Kevin. Uh, so, yeah, and vote in the poll. It is... Guys, it is so close. It really is. It's gone back and forth a little bit too, so it's it's been pretty thrilling for me to watch. So, and you can always change your vote. Like I said last time, thomasinthebible.com/poll. Uh, you can change your vote because the only three that matter are the Quran, books that didn't make it, and Dianetics. So those are the three left, and that was in random order, by the way. I'm not giving anything away. Um, so. Yeah, you can change your vote if you want, but uh, I'm, I, I'll leave it open. This will be open for quite a while. The votes keep coming in. You know, there's a trickle every day, so I'll keep it going until I need to end it. By that, I mean end my life because I can't believe. I just need to end it all because <laughs> I can't believe I'm going to read more books that suck as bad as the Bible. But that it's okay. I've Until then, we'll pretend as though I'm going to do another book. No, just kidding. I can't wait. I'm excited to move on to bigger and better books. Well, probably not bigger. I don't... I don't think any of these books are even close in size, which is fortunate because we can not have to read them for as long. But anyway, we are on the, we're going to read 2 Timothy, and then we're going to read Titus, which is just a short little letter, I guess. He just wrote a letter to a buddy named Titus. Hey, dude, what's up? How's it going, Titus? And then that's it, I guess, because it's only three chapters. So we'll get to that. So 2 Timothy is what we're on right now. And once again, we don't know who wrote this. It's some people think it is an imposter. Some people think first uh, Timothy and Titus are the ones that are written by someone else, but this one wasn't. Like some people think, oh, this one actually was written by Pasal. So I don't know. I uh, I want to be able to make fun of who actually wrote these things, but it's it's just so hard when we don't actually know. But at any rate, if you go with the narrative and the idea, rather, it's not really a narrative, if you go with the theory that this is actually written by Pasal, then this is believed to be the last of the Pasaline pus letters. <laughs> Pasaline papistles. Uh, <laughs> Pasalistles. So that that's, um, yeah, it's interesting. So I don't know if he died right after this or what, but let's just see what it says. How about it? Paul and Apollo, we always get the heading. We always get the letterhead from the mind of Pasal, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God, according to the promise of life in which, which is in Christ Jesus. To Timothy, my dearly beloved son, grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father and Jesus Christ our Lord. I thank God, whom I serve from my forefathers with pure conscience, that without ceasing I have remembrance of thee in my prayers night and day, greatly desiring to see thee, being mindful of thy tears, that I may be filled with joy. When I call to remembrance the unfeigned faith that is in thee, 
which dwelt first in thy grandmother Lois and thy mother Eunice, and I am persuaded that in thee also. Wherefore I put thee in remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God which is in thee by thee uh, by the putting on of my hands. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Be not thou therefore ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me his prisoner, but be thou partaker of the afflictions of the gospel according to the power of God, who hath saved us and called us with an holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given us in Christ Jesus before the world began. Wow, he did it before the world began, guys. Somehow he gave it to us before then. But is now made manifest by the appearing of our Savior Jesus Christ, who hath abolished death and hath brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. Whereunto I am appointed a preacher and an apostle and a teacher of the Gentiles, for the which cause I also suffer these things. Nevertheless, I am not ashamed, for I know whom I have believed, and am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I have committed unto him against that day. Hold fast the form of sound words which thou hast heard of me, in faith and in love which is in Jesus Christ. That good thing which was committed unto thee, keep by the Holy Ghost which dwelleth in us. This thou knowest, that all they which are in Asia be turned away from me, of whom are Figelus and Hermogenes, <laughs> Hermogenes, uh, Hermogenes Granger, the Lord give mercy unto the house of Onesiphorus, for he oft refreshed me and was not ashamed of my chain. But when he was in Rome, he sought me out very diligently and found me. The Lord grant unto him that he may find mercy of the Lord in that day. And in how many things he ministered unto me in Ephesus, thou knowest very well. So, lots of boring crap, but essentially he's in prison again, and this might be the last time, I guess, if this is his last letter. I don't know if the, the end of the letter will be like, ah, like, if he'd have died, he wouldn't have bothered to written, ah, he just said it. Uh, so hopefully we'll get that. And then uh, he also later, he so he talks about Phygelius and Hermogenes Granger, and they're, I guess they're bad. They're bad followers. They don't, they're not following Basal. They didn't do what he asked. But then he's like, oh, this Anisiphorus guy, he's awesome. He helped me when I was in jail. And wasn't ashamed of the fact that I was in jail. So, not much going on in that chapter. So, we'll go on to chapter 2. Alright, and it's a thrilling chapter 2. I bet you it's just going gonna, gonna to be so damned exciting. Thou therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Jesus Christ. And the things that thou hast heard of me among many witnesses, the same commit thou to faithful men, who shall be able to teach others also. Uh, thou therefore endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. No man that warreth entanglement himself with the affairs of this life, that he may please him who hath chosen him to be a soldier. What? Weird. And if a man also strive for masteries, yet is he not crowned except he strive lawfully. The husbandman that laboreth must first partaker of the fruits. Consider what I say, and the Lord give thee understanding in all things. Remember that Jesus Christ of the seed of David, 
was raised from the dead according to my gospel, wherein I suffer trouble as an evildoer, even unto bonds, but the word of God is not bound. Ooh, little poetry there. Therefore, I endure all things for the elect's sake, that they may also obtain uh, the salvation which is in Christ Jesus with eternal glory. It is a faithful saying, for if we be dead with him, we shall also live with him. If we suffer, we shall also reign with him. If we deny him, we shall also he shall also deny us. If we believe not, yet he abideth faithful, he cannot deny himself. Of these things, put them in remembrance, charging them before the Lord, that they strive not about words to no profit, but to the subverting of the hearers. Study to shew thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. But shun profane and vain babblings, for they will increase unto more ungodliness, and their word will eat as doth a canker, of whom is Hermanius and Philetus, who concerning the truth have erred, saying that the resurrection is past already, and overthrow the faith of some. Nevertheless, the foundation of God standeth sure, having this seal, the Lord knoweth them that are his, and let every one that nameth the name of Christ depart from iniquity. But in great how in a great house there are not only vessels of gold and silver, but also of wood and earth, and some to honor and some to dishonor. If a man therefore purge himself from these, he shall be a vessel unto honor, sanctified, and meet for the master's use, and prepared unto every good work. Flee also youthful lusts, but follow righteousness, faith, charity, peace, and with them that call on the Lord out of a pure heart. Boring! But foolish and unlearned questions avoid, knowing that they do gender strifes. And the servant of the Lord must not strive, but be gentle unto all men, apt to teach patient in meekness, instruction, instructing those that oppose themselves. If God's peradventure, if God peradventure will give them repentance to the acknowledging of the truth, and that they may recover themselves out of the snare of the devil, who are taken captive by him at his will. All right, I this is, you know, like uh, that famous quote about some physics theory or something where this guy said it's not even wrong. <laughs> I can't remember. I wish I could remember details of things. But the quote was, it's not even wrong. Is in, it's not even like, it's not even worth, you can't even disprove it. Like, it's not even, it's not even a good enough theory that you could say it's wrong. It's just nonsense, essentially. That's how I feel about this book. It's not even make fun of a bull, really. I mean, it's just nothing. It's like, we shouldn't, I, we shouldn't be privy to these words. This is clearly a letter between one gay man and his lover about their obsession with some guy named Jesus Christ that they mutually worship. And it's just, we shouldn't be privy to this. This is just, this is should be done in the uh, privacy of their own homes <laughs> or mailboxes. And it should just be you know, like, you know, little love letters about how they just love Jesus so much and all that. It doesn't, this is worthless. I can't even, there's nothing to even make fun of. Let's, let's hope it gets better. Let's go to 2 Timothy 3. This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come, for men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, 
without natural affection, truce breakers, false accusers, incontinent, incontinent. Well, where did that come from? What is, doesn't that mean you can't hold your pee or whatever? Like, what is that? How does that go with the other things? Like, oh, sinners, truce breakers. Also, they're peeing themselves a lot. Like, what? What is, <laughs> I get the part where I'm sinning and I'm like rejecting God, but why is my, why do I lose control of my bladder? Why is that part of it? <laughs> Traitors. Heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God. Having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. From such turn away. For of this sort are they which creep into houses and lead captive silly women laden with sins, led away with diverse lusts, ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Now, as Janus and Jambres withstood Moses... So do these also resist the truth. Men of corrupt minds reprobate concerning the faith, but they shall proceed no further, for their folly, folly can be manifest unto all men, as theirs also was. But thou hast known my doctrine, manner of life, purpose, faith, long-suffering, charity, patience, persecutions, afflictions, which came unto me at Antioch, at Iconium, at Lystra, what persecutions I endured, but out of them all the Lord delivered me. Yeah, he's going to start singing the uh, the Broadway song, but I'm here, I've seen that, the <laughs> Persecutions, afflictions, sometimes just pretzels and beer, but I'm here. This is like a really good, uh, you know, ballad for him, like, ah, I am Pasal, hear me roar, I still... <laughs> I've taken everything that these indifferent people can throw at me. I just picture him thinking he's made some giant victory in his life or several. And really, it's just been people who are annoyed. It's just been a bunch of people like, dude, can you just come on, man? We're we're all trying to just live our lives here. And you got to tell us about Jesus and like all this stuff. It's like, God, just shut up. I don't want to have to arrest you. Just shut up. Like, that's what I picture. And then he's like, yeah, all these challenges I overcame. And it's really people are like, dude, I I seriously, just leave, just stop talking and we're fine. I don't, we don't want to hurt you or arrest you, but you're just so annoying. Like we can't, people just want to go about their lives. But continue thou in the things which thou hast learned and has been assured of knowing of whom thou hast learned them. And that, oh, I think I skipped. Yea, and that all will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. Oh, good. So that's a good sell. Hey, uh, come to Jesus and you'll suffer persecution. Great. Where can I sign? <laughs> Do you need my address and phone number and email and all? I'd love some persecution. But evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. Uh, but continue thou in the things that are, that's the sentence I read. And that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures and are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith which is in Jesus Christ. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, and for instruction in righteousness. That the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. All right, that's, we're on to last one of this one. 2 Timothy 4, last chapter of 2 Timothy. 
All right. I charge thee therefore before God and the Lord Christ Jesus. I always read it. It's, I always read the opposite of whatever it is. And there's no way you would know because he switches it around. But I, I guess I'm slightly dyslexic because I literally read it the opposite every time. Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick and the dead. Oh, well, that's kind of cool. I didn't know that was like from the Bible. The quick and the dead. That's a Western, right? At his appearing and his kingdom. Preach the word, be instant in season, out of season, reprove, rebuke, exhort, recycle, reduce, reuse, and do the loop. Wow, that's from the Bible too. I never would have thought. <laughs> exhort uh, with all long suffering and doctrine, for the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lusts shall they heap themselves to teachers, having itching ears. And they shall turn away their ears from the truth, and shall be turned unto fables. But watch thou in all things, endure afflictions, do the work of an evangelist, make full proof of thy ministry. For I am now ready to be offered, and at the time of my departure is at hand. I have fought the good fight, I have finished my course, I have kept the faith. Henceforth there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day, and not to me only, but unto them also that love his appearing. Do thy diligence to come shortly unto me, for Demas hath forsaken me, being uh, having loved this present world, and is departed unto Thessalonica, Christians to Galatia, Titus unto Dalmatia. <laughs> and, uh, that sounds like a cool place. Uh, Dalmatia. It sounds like cuddly and, and just fun and like play lots of fetch and all that. Only Luke is with me. Take Mark, bring him for thee, for he is profitable to me for the ministry. And Tychicus have I sent to Ephesus. The cloak that I left at Troas with Carpus would now comest bring with thee and the books, but especially the parchment. So he's just leaving. This is his final letter. He's like, Hide my porn collection in my apartment before my mom shows up to clean it up. Please, please, if there's one thing I need you to do, just take what's under the mattress, don't look at it, and throw it into a furnace instantly while walking backward. Never look at what you're doing. <laughs> this is vitally important. <laughs> Alexander the coppersmith did me much evil. The Lord reward him according to his works. <laughs> now he's just dishing out his last grudges, like, oh, there's, oh, who is that coppersmith that screwed me over on that uh, copper I tried to buy? Oh, yeah, Alexander. Screw that guy while I'm at it. Of whom be thou ware also, for he hath greatly withstood our words. At my first answer, no man stood with me, but all men forsook me. I pray God that it may not be laid to their charge. Notwithstanding, the Lord stood with me and strengthened me that... By me, the preaching might be fully known, and that all the Gentiles might hear, and I was delivered out of the mouth of the lion. And the Lord shall deliver me from every evil work, and will preserve me unto his heavenly kingdom, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Salute Prissa and Aquila, and the household of Onesiphorus, Onesiphorus. Uh, Erastus abode at Corinth, but Trophimus have I left at Miletum sick? Do thy diligence to come before winter. Ebulus greeteth thee, and Pudens, these are some great names, and Linus and Claudia and all the brethren. 
The Lord Jesus Christ be with thy spirit. Grace be with you. Amen. You know, I just came up with a theory, and this is obviously just completely like a fan fiction. I'm not an expert. I don't know, like, you know, I haven't looked at the ancient texts and figured anything out. But I just had a theory for why this might have been um, uh, uh, a forgery or whatever, you know, why this might have been written by someone else. Because picture what would have really happened, given that he doesn't know anything, you know, given that Pasal isn't talking to the creator of the universe, which we know he's not. This letter that he wrote, he's all like resigned to his fate. He's like, well, I'm probably a lot of what he just said there, if you, if you didn't grasp the language, which I never do. I always have to read it 50 times. Is he saying like, well, I'm okay. The Lord has saved me, but um, a bunch of times, but probably not this time. I think I'm dead, probably going to die, but it's okay. I did it for Jesus, whatever. He's saying all that kind of stuff. But imagine what if he didn't get the chance to do that? You know, like what if he thought he was going to be fine? Because like he has some other letters where he's like, oh yeah, I'm in prison. Eh, No big deal. It's fine. Food's fine. I'm, I'm being treated fine. I get to work out all the time. I got cable, actually. Actually, in prison, it's better than out of prison. In some, But anyway, so he's, he's saying that kind of stuff. But then imagine that he's killed unexpectedly because, you know, he doesn't foresee the future because he's not really any sort of holy dude. I could imagine someone wanting to give him a better send-off, you know, like a good final letter, like, oh, my time is waning I foresee that I'm not going to, ma- you know what I mean? Just a theory, total, total out of my butt theory. But I just thought it occurred to me when I was reading this. I was like, hmm, maybe someone just gave him a better final words, you know? But uh, all right, we're on to Titus. And Titus is, of course, uh, well, brace yourselves. It's a letter to a guy named Titus. Mind blown. This is re- really, this is. We shouldn't be reading these things. This is just some dude writing his gay letters to his gay friends saying how much they love Jesus. It's just, anyway, I, I'm surprised they didn't put more personal stuff in here. Just like grocery lists, just whatever, just just nonsense. It's just letters to his mom. Hey, mom, uh, yeah, no, I'm not working uh, for the, you know, for the Jews anymore. What was he, what was his position? I can't remember. I'm not working well. I'm not persecuting Christians anymore. I'm part of them now. Anyway, no, I haven't talked to our sister, to my sister, I, your daughter. I, I haven't, no, I haven't talked to her. We don't talk anymore. I don't know if you know that. We're not exactly close. So, no, I'm not going to tell her about the gathering. You know, just stuff like that. I'm surprised there wasn't more stuff like that. Because I really, this is the boringest crap I've ever read. No, sorry, I can't say that. My pants literally lit on fire, right? I need to put them out. As I said that, because nothing will be more boring than most parts of the early Bible. But this is this is up there. This is pretty bad. Anyway, all right. Titus 1. Paul, a servant of God and apostle of Jesus Christ, according to the faith of God's elect and acknowledging the truth, which is after godliness, in hope of eternal life, which God that cannot lie promised before the world began. Oh, he can't lie? Wow. Would you say he's restricted in that way? Would you say he's not capable of lying? I thought he was all-powerful. But anyway, to Titus, mine own son, after the common faith, grace, mercy, and peace from the God, the Father, 
and the Lord Jesus Christ our Savior. For this cause left I thee in Crete, that thou shouldest set in order things that are wanting, and ordain elders in every city as I had appointed thee. So he's talking about making the church network kind of, you know, it's it's a it's a virus that's quickly spreading, and there has to be a leader in every city to kind of make sure you recruit enough brainless people. It's just so sad. It's so sad, guys, that this happened. The whole thing could have been avoided. For this cowardice, if any be blameless, the husband have one wife, having faithful children, not accused of right or unruly. For a bishop must be blameless as the steward of God, not self-willed, not soon angry, not given to wine, no striker, not given to filthy lucre, but a lover of hospitality. Oh, I love hospitality. (laughs) Hospitality is my favorite thing. I'm the guy for you. A lover of good men. (laughs) Sober, just, holy, temperate, holding fast the faithful word as he hath been taught that he may be able by sound doctrine both to exhort and to convince the gainsayers. For there are many unruly and vain talkers and deceivers, especially they of the circumcision. Oh, can't trust those guys. Whose mouths must be stopped, who subvert whole houses, teaching things that they ought not for filthy lucre's sake. For uh, one of themselves, even a prophet of their own, said, The Cretans are always liars, evil beasts, slow bellies. This witness is true. Wherefore rebuke them sharply, that they may be sound in faith, not giving heed to Jewish fables and commandments of men that turn from truth. Unto the pure all things are pure, but unto them that are defiled and unbelieving is nothing pure, but even their mind and conscience is defiled. They profess that they know God, but in works they deny him, being abominable and disobedient, and unto every good work reprobate. Well, that's the end of that one. So, basically, he's like, hey, you got to find find yourself a good man <laughs> in every city to be in charge of everything for us, you know, and they, they have to meet these qualifications. They have to be boring as shit because they have to be only married once. And they have to, you know, like the whole Ted Cruz thing, like he designed himself for the presidency. It's like that. Their kids have to be good. They got to do the whatever. It's also all that. They have. To, they can't have any, you know, character. They have to all be the same boring people. So that's who gets to be in charge. All right, Titus 2. But speak thou of things which become sound doctrine, that the aged men be sober, grave, temperate, sound in faith, in charity, and patience. The aged women likewise, that they be in behavior as becometh holy, uh, holiness, not false accusers, not given to much wine, teachers of good things, that they may teach the young women to be sober, to love their husbands, to love their children, to be discreet, chaste, keepers at home, gr- good, obedient to their husbands, that the word of God be not blasphemed. Young men likewise exhort to be sober-minded, in all things shewing thyself a pattern of good works, in doctrine shewing uncorruptness, gravity, sincerity, sound speech that cannot be condemned, that he is that he that is of the contrary part may be ashamed, having no evil thing to say of you. Exhort servants to be obedient unto their own masters, and to please them well in all things, not answering again, not purloining, but shewing all good fidelity, that they may adorn the doctrine of the God, of God our Savior in all things. For the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men, teaching us that 
Denying ungodliness and worldly lusts, we should live soberly, righteously and godly in this present world. Looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify himself unto a peculiar people, zealous of good works. These things speak and exhort and rebuke with all authority. Let no man despise thee. Boring as usual. All right, Titus 3. We're finishing with Titus 3, and we're done with these three allegedly written by Pasal letters. Put them to, in mind to be subject to principalities and powers, to obey magistrates, to be ready to every good work, to speak evil of no man, to be of no brawlers, but gentle, shewing all meekness unto all men. For we ourselves also were sometimes foolish, disobedient, deceived, serving diverse lusts and pleasures, living in malice and envy, hateful and hating one another. But after that, the kindness and love of God our Savior toward man appeared, not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercy, saved by us, by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost, which he shed on us abundantly through Jesus Christ our Savior, that being justified by his grace, we should be made heirs according to the hope of eternal life. This is a faithful saying, and these things that I will thou affirm constantly, that they, uh, I will that thou affirm constantly, that they which have believed in God might be careful to maintain good works. These things are good and profitable unto men. But avoid foolish questions and genealogies and contentions and strivings about the law, for they are unprofitable and vain. A man that is an heretic after the first and second admonition reject, knowing that he is such is subverted and sinneth, being condemned of himself. When I shall send Artemis unto thee, or Tychicus, be diligent to come unto me by Nicopolis, for I have determined there to winter. See, this is just stuff that doesn't matter to us. Oh, go, take the uh, I-5 instead of the 99, because the... Uh, you know, he's like telling him where to go and where, there's traffic. Bring Zenus the lawyer and Apollos on their journey diligently that nothing be wanting unto them. And let ours also learn to maintain good works for necessary uses that they be not unfruitful. All that are with me salute thee. Greet them that love us in the faith. Grace be with you all. Amen. All right, that's it for this week's Boring Pasolitude. Uh, yeah, so, again, thomasinthebible.com slash poll. I'd like to thank my patrons so much. Patreon.com slash T and the B. Support the show. It's the only way that I can keep doing it and stay alive, really, because it's so boring that I may just spontaneously combust. I'd like to thank new patron Josh Hogan and uh, William Sanborn. Thank you guys so much for pledging. I highly appreciate it. You're the best. And the all-time greats, John Bodley, Chris Lukowski, Marcel, Josh Hogan, Philip Gatt, Sarah McPike, Nicole Shepard, Japan, Dan, George Green, Charles Bangwiener, Tom Chambers, Brian Gerfort, Lee Primesberger, John P., Travis Peterson, and Eriberto and Rob. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And I will see you guys next week for the boring conclusion of, well, not really, <laughs> but the boring continuation of The Boring. <laughs>